Welcome back to James Horse Podcast. Today is Thursday, January the 19th, and we're back into the podcast. Just recorded one yesterday, back again today. Hi, we, we have to talk about the games coming up this weekend. It's probably going to take up a good portion of this podcast. Um, honestly, big games coming, man. We're in the divisional round now. Done talking about the Super Wild Card stuff. There are three teams of, uh, in the NFC East in the playoffs right now. Um, not something I ever thought I would say, but that is what it is. But before we get to that, this is like the this is like the big question that I had because I was going on Twitter yesterday, and honestly got into a little Twitter Twitter spat not spat because I know the guy we're cool, but he was like saying hey because like the uh, the Pac-12 put out all their schedules for the upcoming season and including in one of those schedules obviously Colorado, who is a very hotbed a big hotbed of a uh, news for such team because of obviously Deion Sanders. Not only him, but bringing all of his players, his obviously his sons, as well as uh, well, I forget, Travis Hunter from Jackson State going straight over to Colorado, and they're going to try to make their mark there. Um, with that, somebody was talking about, hey, what is what do you think the record is going to be going into, like if you're just looking at it coming off of uh, going into next year? I looked at it, and uh, I kind of said like an eight, like a four and eight type of thing. Um, and then there was some guy that pretty much said, hey, I, I could see them going eight and four. And that that was one of the most I wouldn't say asinine, but like he believes in he believes in Coach Prime and he thinks that he can do well there. But I'm like, I almost feel like it's like they're not taking to a fact of like the teams that they're playing. And I feel like the Pac-12 is not what it used to be. Um, I feel like the Pac-12 is going to be better this year, not relatively, not necessarily compared to the rest of college football, but there's definitely more good teams in the Pac-12 that you could rely on to win football games. <laughs> it's not me, man. Jason's freaking out about vibrating, but it's all zero zeros. It's not me. Is that, Okay, I'm going to keep it off the table at least. All right. Can you at least say a word? You really haven't said a word. So now I'm just like talking to nothing. It seems like I'm having a conversation with somebody and they're just not answering back. So no, you're not going to answer? Oh, okay. They just gave me a shit. He just shook his head no. Now I think it's funny. So now it feels like I'm just like, I'm guessing to you out there, it sounds like I'm an insane person. Just talking to nobody. <laughs> okay. Like the more it's funny, but also I'm like freaking out at the same time because he's just really staying quiet here. How long are you going to go? Are you just going to keep going forever? This 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 cannot sound good as a as a listener. If you are still listening at this point, I do apologize. After the episode we had was straight fire last week, arguing about Dak and everything, and now Jace is just sitting here talking and not talking. He's talking to me, but it's not loud enough for anybody to hear on the podcast. So, like, are you, this is how it's gonna go? Oh come on, you son of a oh oh really? Uh, like I'm just gonna keep going, and you're just not gonna say anything. For the whole podcast. Are, like, what are we doing here? So they probably heard that. They probably heard the laugh. Okay. I'm just going to go off with, with the Colorado schedule. Stop doing that. Just talk. I hate you. Colorado schedule. Um, going into next year, I kind of wanted to talk about it with Jace, hopefully, but he's apparently he's not one to speak. Um, I wanted to go through the schedule and kind of just get, get like a, um, a first – a first look type of just win or loss. Not really talking about it. Just just off gut feeling what you know about college football. Win or loss. Just go through it. 
He's like, no, now he's leaving. Jace, come on, dude. You're being so annoying. TCU is. What? Did you start? Did start. you start the podcast? I bit. Jace, I you're, thought su- we paused. you're such a liar. Come on. I thought we paused after time. the intro because I had to go to the bathroom. I hate you. Bro, I, I just got back. TCU. At TCU. Wait, where, what are we talking about? Stop it. You've been here this whole no, time. No, what are we on? You're I, such a bastard. What are we on? I, <laughs> you've been here this whole time. No, I haven't. Oh, now you're just trying to make me sound insane, huh? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not deleting this. This is staying in. Deleting so, what? You stop. We stopped after the intro. I didn't stop you. You son of a gun. What are you talking about? I hope anybody Colorado? that's been listening long enough can can understand that you're just screwing with me. I'm not. Okay. Okay. Wait. Whatever you say. I just got here. TC at TCU, uh, Nebraska. Okay. Uh, what are we, What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you keep this going? I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> What are we doing? I hate you. I so hate you. What are we doing? You've been here this whole time, Jace. You've Is been here this whole time. Of, what are we doing? <laughs> Stop. You're laughing like I'm joking. What are we doing? I'm laughing because you are joking. Could you just tell me the topic? <laughs> What is the podcast topic? Okay, so you know what? I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. So I'm going to act as if I've been talking to myself this whole time. I, I, I'm going to act as if th- what just happened did not just happen. And I was talking to myself. I was talking to the wall. And you weren't here. And then now you're here. So, Jace, I'm sorry that I wasn't talking to you earlier and that I started without you. I apologize. I, I was getting into the Colorado football stuff because remember I was talking to oh, you earlier that, oh. off the podcast about what their schedule is going to be and how somebody said they can go eight and four. Okay. I don't and how mind crazy that. I thought that was. No, it's cool. It's cool that you went on. I don't, I'm not big in college football, so I understand why you kept going. My bad. I thought we were going to stop. Uh, so you're going to talk what we're going to do win loss. You're going to ask me just, if I think win or loss. Just go off. Just go off. I'm going to go with, give you the schedule. You just give me win loss. Okay. At TCU. Okay. Oh, uh, loss. Nebraska. Win. Uh, Colorado State. Win. At Oregon. Loss. USC. Loss. Um, at Arizona State. Win. You got Stanford. Win. Uh, UCLA. Loss. Um, Oregon State. Loss. Arizona. Arizona. Just Arizona. Not Arizona State. Arizona. The red, the red, white, and blue Arizona. Probably win. Washington State. Loss. Utah. Loss. (laughs) So you said loss, win, win, loss, loss, win. Uh, Win, loss, loss, win, loss, loss. So he just went one, two, three, four, five. Six, six guaranteed, seven. You you had seven losses, and I would say six guaranteed. I would say six of those are guaranteed, yeah. not halfway down. I would say TCU is a loss, Nebraska is a win, and that one's iffy because Nebraska is a new coach too. I was iffy on that. But I'll give them a win on that. Why not? It is it is in Colorado, so I'll give yeah. them a little bit of credit there. Colorado State, uh, win. I would say Oregon, you're losing. Yeah. USC, you're losing. Yes. Arizona State, okay, I'll give you I'll give you a win on that. Yeah. Um, Stanford, I'll give you a win on that. Yeah. UCLA, you're losing. Yes. Oregon State, you're losing. 
I was real tentative on that. They might they might be able to, but I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, I doubt it. Because uh, Oregon State's actually a good team. Like, in and out, like, year in, year out, they're actually a good team that plays really well on offense, and I just, I just don't see it winning. Uh, Arizona, I'll give you in on that, and then you have a Washington loss and a Utah loss, Washington State loss and a Utah loss. So I have them with one loss, two loss, three loss, four loss, five loss, six loss, seven loss. I have them with seven losses. So for me, it's five and seven. I, I and that was me be generous by giving them like that. You're in Arizona State. You're at Arizona State. You're at like you're playing Stanford. Who, yes, is usually a bad team, but I would say they're probably better than than Colorado at this point when it comes to. I wouldn't actually know. That's a lie. But, like that's with giving them some of the either way games I see coming. Nebraska. Yeah, like you might way. be able to beat Nebraska, but I don't see you going positive this year. I still think Nebraska. You might break team. even at most. I think Nebraska's a better team than Colorado right now. I, so, all that being the case, I'm just like, I don't understand. I get Prime has this, his personality, and he's bringing in all these transfers. And I kind of, when I made you, when I talked to you earlier, not just now, because you weren't here, um, I made the I made the connection of everybody thinks Prime can just do what, what Lincoln Riley did at USC. Lincoln Riley went to USC last year. He brought the very shiny quarterback in and obviously uh, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. And nobody, as much as Shador Sanders has gotten a lot of hype, and he's played very well. We've only seen him play at Jackson State, but he was a four-star recruit. Coming out of high school, he was supposed to go to, I want to, not Florida State. But he had some pretty good schools on his on his college uh, recruiting list. And nobody's going to tell me Shador Sanders is as good as Caleb Williams. No, not at all. Um, I, get, I get Prime is bringing in. Uh, Travis Hunter, who is a really good cornerback slash wide receiver, but that's just one. And I'm like, I get, I know there's another Sanders that's coming too. That yeah. he's a cornerback. I think Shiloh. I think that's what his name is. I think so. Um, with all that being the, like, I just and he's getting a lot of transfers and like he got a decent recruiting class for what it was, but I just don't like the guy I was talking to. He said they could shock TCU. I, and I'm kind of made the case that TCU. Well, let's be honest. It'd be different if you had TCU third or fourth game of the season. TCU's rolling; and they just look over you. You were the first game that the TCU was going to play after getting their butts beat by Georgia in that national championship game. So I, I sit there and made the, I, I can easily make the point that TCU is going to make an example out of Colorado. They just got destroyed in the national championship. They were told they're going to be told all offseason how they didn't belong. They should have let Bam in the national championship uh, into the college football playoff, and that they totally got embarrassed. They didn't belong in the same field. So now they're going to come in with a couple Alabama transfers. They got like four or five of those. And with a team that probably is at the point now where they're getting a lot of, they have a lot of hype behind them. And, but yet they've been told how bad they are. And you think, do you think Colorado's going to beat TCU first game of the year? I don't see it. And honestly, the way I see that game going is it'll be a close first quarter. But by the time the third, by the time halftime comes, TCU will have that game in hand and they will be destroying. Colorado. It is. It's a new. It's in all honesty. I look at Colorado like a you're a brand new program, because you basically are. Everybody, no one there has no one besides some probably some of the Colorado players have played any D one talent the past couple of years. And so most like, of the play, most of the players that they they brought in are all either transfers, like because all the players that were there at Colorado have pretty much left. Yes, a lot of yes. I think we went over this one podcast. They have. They had four quarterbacks transfer. Yeah. So there's like y'all have no backups. Like they probably do. Like they have other guys. That, but the, obviously they draft. They uh, 
recruited some and stuff like that. But I'm just sitting here like, they're all they have is transfers. And let's be honest, having a brand new team come in, let's ask, ask Michigan State coming in with all these transfers every year, that doesn't always work out. And Michigan State is a totally different program on a different level than what Colorado is, and no, it didn't work out. because basically you were starting with different guys who have different opinions and play differently. Right. So it's like you were trying to build a program. You're there. He's restarting further than Michigan State every year. He started from zero. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State at least keeps some players year to year. Right, and they're recruiting a certain amount. Yeah. Like, Colorado no, you're is— you're going and started from nothing. He's starting from nothing. And the way that he runs his program, I get it. He runs it with a lot of discipline and all that, but he runs it like it's a— Boot camp. Like it's a boot camp. And I'm just sitting here like, they, like they say that you don't, you're not allowed to have earrings. Like, jewelry is not really much of a thing. You can't really do that. And I'm just sitting here like— he runs it as if he's running a bunch of high schoolers when really in these in practice, men. he's getting these transfers that are coming from bigger programs. Yeah, and it's like they're not doing this there. I could have I, I get it. They want to play for you because you have this charisma. I know, but it's eventually it's going to become the problem of you can't do that with every player because you're going to have guys who are going to look at you like, I can go anywhere I want right now. I could have went anywhere and I chose to come here. So you're yeah. going to have to give me some. You're going to have to work with me because you know, they're, like you, I think you said at some point is that Players and coaches are going to get right around to where they're making not different from each other at certain schools. Right. Some players will be making more than their coaches, and a lot it happens a lot in the NFL. Where why do I have to listen to you? You, you don't get the I'm getting paid to make to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm getting paid to bring in other people mm-hmm. and bring other recruits. What are you doing? Like what are you doing? I'm not going to do this. Players are empowered right now. Yes. What are you going to do? Bench me <sighs> if, I, if I'm wearing earrings? I'm your starting. I'm your starting running back. Right. Go ahead. Bench me. Watch how you play. It next sounds game. really good like, at first, but a whole year of this, if you have years of this and players are empowered right now, if they don't like the scenario, they don't have to stick around for three years. They can wait. They can literally leave and have a free transfer. And You know, what's funny is that he does kind of screw over a lot of this because they don't have a free transfer anymore because they've already used their free transfer to go to Colorado. So now they have to sit. A year. So now they'll have to they'll have to apply for a waiver. So it's not necessarily automatic, but I'm just sitting here like. I just don't know how his coaching style. Yes, it worked at Jackson State. We were playing with a lot of guys that are. You play with a couple big time players, obviously, that are really down for the cause. But you're playing, like, with bringing in some of these players that they're bringing in from other schools, like, they are guys that believe that they should be getting more playing time coming from Arkansas, coming from out, like, I don't think they got any Alabama guys, but coming from these other schools where they felt like they needed playing time and they thought you're going to be the best way for them to go. You're not getting them because they only believe in what Coach Prime is selling. They thought they think that they can get a starting starting role for a Colorado team that hadn't, I don't think they had any wins last year. So all that being the case, I'm just like, I don't think this mix is going to come together fully this coming upcoming year, and I feel like this is going to be a couple years process before you're really going to get how good Colorado truly can be. And if people out there are thinking they're going to go eight and four, that is an insane proposition because the the Pac-12 is getting better, and I feel like they're getting better quarterbacks. USC being back definitely doesn't help Colorado's case here, and UCLA is getting good on a year to year basis. Maybe That's like insane, like six and six, four and eight. <laughs> like if you're if they go six and six. Throw a ticker tape parade for Coach Prime, and like he should literally have a key to the whole city. Like I just I, don't I, like I see six and six as, as the best. Where like you can maybe win that Nebraska game, you can maybe win that Oregon State game. Those are the two games. Like, maybe, maybe if your players are on one those games, you can win it. But you're not beating any big time program. You yeah. are not beating Oregon. You are not beating, right. beating USC. You're, you're not, not beating, beating UCLA. Right. You are not the in the Pac-12. Colorado is the worst team. 
Yeah, and the meaning, worst meaning you're not getting the same recruits. You're not gonna be getting them. Sure, some of the guys you brought over were good recruits for coming out of high school, but these are now they're now having to play. The thing is, is you're gonna have to become as deep as those teams. USC is not really looked at is like they're looked at as a great offensive team, but when it comes to what they are on the offensive defensive lines, they are miles above what Colorado is at this point, and yet there is a difference between. USC and the Bamas and Georgias and Ohio States like you're gonna have to take years in order to build the depth that these other schools that you're gonna have to face in your own conference let alone the other schools that you're gonna face in college football so all this being the case like you it's gonna take a while for you to get to the numbers that these other schools have so and not to mention I just don't think I just don't think Shador Sanders is gonna be like he's talented and all, but he's been playing at Jackson State for two years. That's a different caliber of football. You don't, you're not playing the same D1 talent you were playing when you were coming out of high school. You're playing these guys. You're at the rival events. You are seeing and these guys. These guys are men now. When you were playing them in high school, you were high school guys along with them. Yes, but you've been playing at Jackson State, and now they've been getting different coaching than you. He's probably Shador's probably gotten. He's probably got some great coaching. Yeah, he's probably gotten one on coaching with NFL, with NFL players. But now those that now those other college players are men now too. They've been getting a lot more. They've been get, they've have they've had a lot more uh, weight training. They've been getting the best of everything. Now that Shador Sanders is coming in, he's only getting this is his first year. Really getting the best of the best when it comes to the coaching, the um, the athletic training, all of that. Like everything be now being top notch. Now he's at Colorado, and now the speed of the game is gonna be different. Those guys got bigger, stronger, faster over these last few years playing at these better programs, and now you're gonna have to face. USC, and because let's be real, he's probably been, he's probably been punching down. He's been punching down. Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter and any other four or five star that Dion brought over was punch. They were punching down. They were punching down. They were a lot more talented. Y'all than Y'all were playing guys. HBCUs. Like, come on, really? You guys are punching. Like, they're not even considered D two schools. Everything is now evened out. You are not the big kid on the block anymore. You're going to be playing other big kids on the block that are probably a little bit bigger than you. And so, I just don't think that. As good as these players were at Jackson State and as talented as these guys are, Travis Hunter, I do believe Travis Hunter is a very talented guy. I think guy. he'll be fine. But I think there is going <laughs> to be, be a fine. learning curve there where now he's going to have at cornerback, he's going to be facing first round wide receivers. Yeah. He's going to be facing different wide receivers. And as a wide receiver, he's going to play both positions. He's going to be playing against great still, cornerbacks. He's going to do that? I, I don't see why not. I, I, don't I, think know, that, but, I don't know why that would change. I know, but at this point, you, he shouldn't just to like an all. Like being an Ironman athlete's cool and all, but once you get to a certain level, it's like we don't focusing need to do on that. one side of the football. Maybe yeah, help you out more. Like if you're you're at a bigger program now, why do you want to you? You're always on the field, right? Meaning, how is he going to be your number one DB and receiver? And he's trying to cover your number one D, their number one receiver. I feel and trying to beat their number one DB. I feel like it's always been cornerback first, wide receiver sparingly. I feel like when I've been looking, I at know, him when he's but been now they don't have nobody. That's true. So now he might have to play both. I just, I just think he's going to have to. He's probably going to stick to one side. He's probably going to be corner. To be totally honest with you, but even still, he's going to be playing against guys that have been playing wide receiver their whole career, and not splitting their time. So, like, so there's going to there is going to be a huge learning curve for Colorado for all these great players that he's bringing in. The Louis bag that he said was, it's Louis. Like those are the guys he's bringing, and there's going to be a learning curve for them too, as well as all of the players you're bringing in now having to adjust to the way that Prime decides to coach. Which not necessarily the most uh, progressive. No. Um, it's very, very um, army like, boot camp like, and I don't think a lot of players that it might sound good at first because you have the coach prime smile, but I just don't think long term over a whole season when you're not going to be winning games like that. I just think there's going to be some problems, 
And I think at some point it will get to the standard that he has. But as of right now, I just don't see it working as seamlessly as people would like to would like to think or like to uh, to attach to. Oh, he's just Coach Prime. It'll work out. I just it's not the no, case. No, it's not how that works. Lincoln man. Riley it didn't work out for him. He had a great offense, but defensively he was still trash. The def- the Lincoln Riley. Um, magic didn't work on the defensive side of the football, and guess how they lost? Because they couldn't tackle nobody. <laughs> Atro- atrocious defense. That's what lost in those games. As great as Lincoln Riley was, and I just like nobody's going to tell me Lincoln. Uh, nobody's going to tell me Coach Prime is Lincoln Riley. Maybe we don't know. But Lincoln Riley's been doing it longer. Like he's he's been in the trenches. He's been doing it at this crazy high level. I just think Coach Prime's going to be learning some things when it comes to how things on the D1 side of football go. And I just think that it's going to be a learning curve for everybody. So anybody out there that like truly like is truly going on that bandwagon, I I would tell you to rethink that and really think with, with your brain. If this was any other program and if this was any other coach, like would you see this same thing happening? I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. All right. And now that we're off of that. Um, I did want to talk about. I didn't want to talk about this. I didn't talk about this last podcast. Um, CJ Shroud did decide to go from the because this is a thing two podcasts ago that I was saying. Hey, what if CJ Stroud stays? <laughs> He's not staying. He is going to the NFL. He is going to be a bona fide top five pick. Good for him. And I told you, I'm like, I'm glad he left because I can just be happy for him. Because if he would have came back, I would have been happy, but it also would have felt s- supremely guilty. Because if he would have come back and things wouldn't have worked out for him, or like, dang. he got he gets hurt and is out for years, I'm like that would I would have so much guilt as a fan, and I think a lot of Ohio State fans will have a lot of guilt. As great as he is, and as probably as much as he would be protected, things weird things happen in football a lot, and I'm like the fact that he can go and get his thirty million dollar signing bonus right now, and go get on the NFL level and really start working on that. That is, what I, I'm that's very what happy you prefer for, for a player. He's done his time. He's done two years. Like, it would just be, it would be a, and plus there's guys behind him that want to play. I'm just like, it, I, it's probably best for everybody. I think it would be asking too much of CJ Stroud to forego his dream of getting to the NFL as well as that money. As much as he's been getting money from Ohio State, he, he's not gonna be able, they're not going to be able to match the $30 million no. check that they'll be cashing as soon as he signs on the dotted line. So, I just feel like it's best for everybody. All the, all the uh, luck to CJ Stroud. I'm hoping that he goes to the Colts because if he gets, Drafted by the Colts, Pittsburgh plays there next year. I might have to go to Indianapolis and go to my first NFL game that way because uh, that that'll be because I would love to, go to see a him Steelers play. Steelers Bengals game. I think it's we, at well, Cincinnati. We this. probably should. Yeah, it's at Cincinnati this year. Well, there's always Two. yeah, there's always one at Cincinnati. Yeah, so we can go to a Steelers Bengals game. That's my true. Team beat up on yours. That is uh, that's not necessarily the case. And I have to, I have to go buy a new jersey. Dang. Lamar <laughs> Chase this time. Nah, I'm gonna go. No. Wilson? Hubbard? Go Hubbard jersey? Oh, based on that play last week, I didn't ask you. Uh, have you seen any of the like the uh, the names, suggestions people, ha- people have had for that play since it's going to be a famous play that will li- live on in NFL history? Mm. Like they've been they've talked about some of the names to talk about it. The uh, immaculate uh, rejection. They had the I forget I forget the names for it, but there was like a bunch of cool names that were coming out saying, "What should we call this play for Cincinnati lore?" I probably could look it up and look at and talk about talk about it later. But it was pretty cool, and I was looking at. It, I'm like, "Oh, it's kind of cool if you're trying to name the play," because you have the oh, immaculate the reception. Apple jersey. 
<laughs> to burn it. I hope you wouldn't buy a $150 jersey just to burn it. That would, that would suck so hard. Um, But CJ Shroud, best of luck in the NFL. Hope you get drafted by the Colts, not the Texans, because that would suck. Um, but I know I'm going to I'm gonna be camping up for CJ for the rest of this draft process because I already watched one draft thing where the guys – come on. He, Will, Will Levis, Levis again. <laughs> Will Levis again, he's like, Will Levis could be my number one pick. And people were comparing Will Levis to what he could be, and they're like, what can Will Levis be at his best? And they say Josh Allen. I'm sitting there like, whoa. Hold up. Whoa there. <laughs> how can you – like, I just don't understand. Like, they were saying how Will Levis has been hurt all year and how he has the, he has the size, he can run, and he, has, he gives you a lot of Josh Allen traits. And I'm like, Josh Allen is another one in a million type of guy. Like everybody says, like Josh Allen is like the reincarnation of Big Ben, right? And he's like Big Ben 2.0. And there's a reason why guys like that don't show up all all the time. And the fact you're gonna say Will Levis, a guy that couldn't really get it done at Kentucky, like they he talked about how he didn't have all the talent in the world around him, but like he was still playing for an SEC school a squad that SEC talent. Like Kentucky is not necessarily the best SEC SEC school, but I just don't think that he produced enough in college to project to be anything better than Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud because I would take C.J. Stroud as the best quarterback overall upcoming in this class but I could see why someone would say Bryce Young I could see it but Will Levis should not be anywhere close to those top two in this discussion and I have a feeling that I'm going to be talking about it a lot how uh how upset I am about how people are looking at this whole quarterback situation and I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to try to bash uh Justin Fields too to try to make the Bears try to pick a quarterback at the first pick overall instead of trading that pick and getting a bunch of picks for that for that pick. So I have a feeling I'm going to be protecting two former Ohio State quarterbacks in this whole scenario, and it's not going to be fun for me. <laughs> don't go quiet on me again like you weren't here. Don't do that. I'm sitting right. What? You had that look on your face like you were trying to screw me over again like last time. What? I don't know. I'm, I'm done. I, 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 I'm okay. lost. Are you good? Yeah, I'm you, great. You've been tweaking this whole podcast. Oh, see, see, you made me think that you were big serious, and then you turned it right back on me. To now, I now I feel all crazy about it again. All right, let's get to the games now, because now about you, what? Okay, <laughs> okay, I don't. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. You make me sound insane. Stop it. <laughs> what is wrong? What's the first game up? Okay. What's the first game? What's the Saturday the games? Schedule. Okay. Jesus. Let me just go to the games here. <laughs> the first game. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> What is wrong? At least we're not arguing about Dak anymore. Yeah, like you- a manic episode, bro. Chill out. Dude, it's really just sad. I have a manic episode. Yes, calm down. Maybe I should, maybe should I go. Never mind. Never mind. But I was about to mention our. <laughs> What's uh, the first Saturday? Oh, it must be so bad. Just give me the All first right, Saturday. Jacksonville, game. Kansas City is the first game on Saturday, 4 okay. 30 p.m. Kansas City. <sighs> I think Kansas City is. Pr- is uh, favored to win by eight and a half points i believe um man if i was picking the spread i would say jacksonville probably covers the spread for eight yeah and a half no i i assume they do because jacksonville kansas city already played this year and kansas city kind of blew them out but ever since then jacksonville's been playing a lot better football i think kansas city's just a different beast kansas like city's you said last podcast jacksonville's just a year or two off they're just a year away man i feel like like i said it's like when kansas city was the up-and-coming team facing against the patriots that last run for the super bowl for the patriots and the Patriots barely beat them, and it was just by a little bit. 
Like you could tell that they're right there. They just need a little bit more. I just I do think Kansas City won this game, but I will I I will probably talk about the betting stuff later. But I would pick Jacksonville to cover that spread. Um, eight and a half is a lot of points. And Kansas City's coming off the bye. They haven't been playing in a couple weeks. I do think Jacksonville's coming in with a little bit of confidence. So that and their defense is is actually pretty good. And they can get a lot of pressure yeah, on the off, but let's on be the real. quarterback. That's it's different when it's Mahomes. It is different. He can run away. Let's no, be for real. Sure. Pressure pressure with Mahomes almost makes it makes him perform highlight plays. And it's going to be hard for Jacksonville to deal with Travis Kelsey. No one deal gonna, with Travis Kelsey. He's different. Now double him, and then they still have. I think Kansas City still has enough wide receiver help and at the running back position to to help make you pay for the fact yeah. if you're going to try to double Travis. Like, I think, you know, Kadarius Tony and Juju Smith-Schuster aren't terrible receivers. No, they're not. They're both very, very okay receivers. Oh, and Ma- Ma- um, Valdez-Scantling yeah. from, that they got from uh, um, from the Green Bay. He's been very good for them, too. Yeah. So, like, they do have enough talent to really make you pay if you put too much on one – if you put too much attention on one guy. And I get it. You don't want Travis Kelsey to beat you, but they'll beat you in other ways. And I feel like Patrick Mahomes this whole year is pretty much proven now – he doesn't need the big deep threat anymore. I feel like he really can dice up your defense. And if if Trevor Lawrence plays anything close like he did that first half of last game, Kansas City's going to make you pay. You're not going to be able to throw four picks and Kansas City kind of go on a dry spell and not score any points. So Kansas City win, I would pick Jacksonville to cover. Um, that's how I kind of see that game going, especially since it's at Kansas City. That's a whole – like um, Trevor Lawrence did say – I don't know how I um I don't think I can imagine Kansas City being any louder than what Jacksonville was the other night and I'm like Kansas City is known as like probably one of the top top two loudest stadiums with Seattle. Yeah, I no nah, Seattle's still the loudest. There's probably two. Seattle's still probably still the loudest cuz of how it's built. It's yeah. built to be as loud as it is like an echo chamber, but there's no way Jacksonville's going to be as loud as what they're going to experience with Kansas City. No, it's what I th- I think I was seeing a, a guy talk about it. he was like it's almost like he was like, if, if I felt like a deer in headlights when I first walked out there. He was like, they're so. It was like the. He was like, it's the first play. He was like, usually after you get hit on the first play, it's fine. He was like, right. no, it was so loud. No, it was. It's crazy, man. So I'm just like, that's a, that's a hard one to, hard one to sell for that. Um, but, but yeah, Jacksonville will cover. I do feel like they're they're just on the cusp. They're gonna yeah, be really good so. at some point. All right, next game, New York at Philadelphia. Cool. Next game. <laughs> All right, so we this is we have to come at this from a different couple of different ways here. Okay, first off, our stepdad is a big New York Giants fan, and I feel bad for him. This and this could very likely be the biggest blow off blowout of the playoffs. <laughs> Not go cap. This could again. They, they are divisional opponents, mm-hmm. and how Philadelphia. Many t- how, how well, have those have have those two games gone for the Giants? They played the last game of the season, and Philadelphia played all their starters. And only won the game by six points. Mm. Yeah, no. And the Giants didn't start any of their starters. Daniel Jones was out. Like, they didn't play any of their starters. They didn't play a nobody. And that game was only six and a half points, the six point difference. So I'm just like, and I, I think I've learned from the Buffalo game, divisional opponents with Miami. There's no reason Miami should have been in that game, but they've played each other so much, they know each other so well. So if I was picking the spread, I think Philadelphia is favored by, I want to say, five and a half points. Oh, let me check that. Let me check. And when I'm looking at the spreads, I'm mostly going off of FanDuel, but, you know, not an ad for FanDuel, but this is like, that's, that's a normal, <laughs> normal app that I use. Would have been a good ad, FanDuel. 
You know, it's a, if we were getting paid, that would be so fun. <laughs> I'd have been a great place for the ad. Dang it. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Um, I believe, let's see, Philadelphia is favored by seven and a half. So do I see Philadelphia being eight points better than New York Giants? The York Giants played very well, and I think Philadelphia's defense is good as it is. I do feel like they started to break down as the season went went along, not playing as well as they usually do. And the New York Giants had a better passing game than I ever thought they would, even though it's a, it was against a Cheeks Minnesota defense. Like they're, and it's real, been Slay's all not going to let nobody throw over the yard. That's true. And I don't think, Dar- I don't think Darius Slayton, the guy they've been using, um, and the other guy, I forget his name, but... I don't think they have enough talent to really do it, but that's just tough. I would pick the, I'll pick the Eagles to win. Obviously, uh, I'll already, pick the Eagles to win. But when it comes to the spread, I would probably The Giants will cover. They'll cover. Eight points. They'll cover. And, and Hurts is still hurt. He is. So he's uh, I feel like he's gonna be as good as he's gonna be this year in the playoffs. So I do feel like I don't think he'll be hurting every time he throws the football. But if he gets hurt on that shoulder, that could be a big problem. And the Giants' defense is just just stout. I don't feel like they are. Can I they are ask you something? Yeah, go ahead. Niners are probably gonna beat the Cowboys, right? Yeah. And Eagles are probably gonna beat the Giants, right? Yeah. What happens if the Niners beat the beat the beat the Eagles? What do you mean? What happens? What are the odds Niners win the Super Bowl? Oh, I oh that defense is so scary. The odds that all right. What are the odds? Let's say the most. The three likeliest teams to, from the uh, AFC to make it are the Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills. Mm-hmm. Bengals would lose to the, lose to the Niners. Chiefs would lose to the Niners. No, I, that's not true. Chiefs blew the Niners out. Niners. Were, oh yeah, yeah. You're, no, you're right. Niners were no, stacked. Right. No, you're right. And no, then the right. Bengals beat up on the Chiefs. Okay. No. And then the Bills have beat the Chiefs. Yeah. So I don't. I think the Niners could make it to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're beating any three of the teams in the AFC. Now, if the Jaguars somehow uh, squeak in. Nick Bosa would eat against your offensive line if it's as hard as it is. That's why I would say the Bengals would probably lose to the Niners. But I, w- I could see, you know, I know you're right about the Chiefs. That, that, here's the I would thing. definitely say the Bills would beat the, the Niners. The problem is, is that I think that, you know, oh, Jesus, I have to make a case for this. Because hmm. <laughs> I'm not like, my front seven's fine. I'm like, we'll get through. We get through to everybody. It's just. The Niners probably have probably the best offensive line in and football. I know, but it's we will, we can get through. We'll get pressure, and it's just I don't think it'd be enough. I know, and here's why it won't be enough: because our DBs can't cover Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and T- and Kirsten McCaffrey. We can't cover them all. We can't cover one of them. That's where we'd be screwed. Yeah. We'd be screwed on the secondary. And Nick Bosa would absolutely demolish. He you. would try, not try. Nick Bo- Nick Bosa is a different animal, dude. How'd TJ do? Huh? How'd TJ do? He was eating against your offensive line, and they were healthy. Don't do that. When, Don't do when? that. Our la- our first latest week game? of the year. First week of the year. Really, dude? The first week of the year. Were they? You, when, you, that was, that was as on. healthy as your offensive you line can, is going to be. And you can say and the TJ same thing. TJ was causing havoc. Don't do that. you can say the same thing. They've gotten better as they've played. And you, it shows because when he came back to play us again, he didn't get through. Nick Bosa is a monster, dude. And it, with the offensive line you have right now, Nick Bosa would eat. Don't say <laughs> Don't. Don't. The Rams were supposed to eat. They didn't. They didn't. Their best. The Rams got one sack. No, not just one. I think Von Miller got a sack too. Yeah, they got two. And they were. And I think that was based off of Joe Burrow running out of the pocket and everything. But he's not running away from Nick Bosa. 
He's not running away from T.J. Watt. He ran away from T.J. Watt. No, he didn't. No, he did not. He did not run away from T.J. Watt. No, he didn't. Oh, you talking about the latest the, the latest game of the season? You guys just blew us out. There was no there, we had no chance. Our offense was absolutely putrid. Are you really looking up the last game of this last time we played each other? Is that really what's got to go on right now? <laughs> TJ Watt had one sack. Uh-huh. One sack. Uh-huh. He had one. Okay. So you're so you're saying based off of just that game. You're gonna no, say no. they can This be- was the first game. He ate though, right? He ate. TJ Watt, one sack, one interte- interception, six tackles, one sack. And he was breathing down he was breathing down Joe Burrow's neck the whole game, which is why Joe Burrow was throwing a lot of interceptions. Don't do that. No, Joe Burrow was throwing interceptions because he hadn't played in two months. Oh, so so TJ Watt had nothing to do with suck. that. Come on. Okay. Okay, all right. I would just say the Niners would beat the beat beat the Bengals. Okay, you you took it so so. Everybody so wants offense. to make us the underdog in every game. Why do you? Why does everybody keep doing that? Why are we the underdog in every game? I was about to try to make a case that, that they would beat the Chiefs. So don't don't just say it's just the Bengals. I know, but it's the problem of everyone saying the Bengals are. I, I saw a statement on Twitter. They said that we are the worst team still in the playoffs. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Who saying is smoking that. crack? I'm not saying what? that. I'm not saying that. I know, but the problem is everybody's making us to be the underdog. We could very likely be the best team in the AFC. We could have been the best team in the AFC playing the Bills. If we would have beat the Bills, we would have been the best team in the AFC. Yeah, because we would have beat both the Bills and, and the somehow Chiefs. we still would have been the underdog. Somehow somebody would have made us still on the underdog. Again, I'm, I kid you not. I've read so many articles. Oh, the Bengals aren't ready. We were there last year. What makes us not ready? We're back. We're back in the playoffs. What makes us so unready? No, I agree with that. And the hmm. Niners met an AFC team uh-huh. and couldn't even scratch Mahomes. I, we have three more receivers than Mahomes. Look, I, look, I like. I don't understand. You gotta say, oh, you, oh, he's the gonna get sacked. Line they you gonna have get now. to him. The offensive line I you understand have now. that it's hurt. You what have happens three if you go out there and beat the Bills? What happens if you go out there and beat the Bills? Is that is that tone change or it stay the same? Does that tone change or does it change or does, does it change and it stay the same? We go out there and beat the Bills. That Bills defense defensive line is nasty. It's not as nasty as the, as but the, the Niners, but they're killers. We go out there and beat the Bills. Then what? Does that does that the stay Bills the same? Don't have Von Miller. They're not does necessarily it stay killers the same? on D line. Does it stay the same? What do you mean? That Bills defense is a top five defense. Statistically, but they're not really getting a lot of pressure on people. They are top. Miami scored on them we, plenty. We have no offensive line. Miami has a decent offensive line. We have none. None. Yeah, but Miami doesn't have nearly the quarterback. Obviously, it's Skylar Thompson playing, and they managed to score a ton of and points. We, ha- we have no offensive line. If you're saying our offensive line is that bad, they're going to get through every single time. That is how you're making it sound. That Nick Bosa is going to get through the offensive line every play. He's on a when he's, he's, I don't know if he's he, on a crazy run right now. I don't now. know if you saw him play Joe Burrow play the Ravens. We have the point. We get to the ball out fast. Uh huh. Joe Burrow, Max, he takes three seconds to to analyze the field if that ball's out. Look, I'm just saying the strength of that the strength of the Niners team is that defensive line, and they have a great offensive line that'll that'll kind of like that'll be I, they have one of the two best offensive lines in the league. It's them and the Eagles have the two best offensive lines. That's something that the defensive line for the Bengals has not faced an offensive line that good. 
as much as they've been able to stop the run and stuff like that, you haven't faced a running game like the Niners will be able to produce against you if that if this matchup were to happen. Because what 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 the Browns and the Browns blew you out. Is that it? And their off their running game isn't anything near what the Niners do. Like they're that that running game for the Niners is something that's totally it's it's different and it's a it's exotic and they do something they do a lot of different things and you're playing against Christian McCaffrey who was on a crazy different level this year. I don't think you have one linebacker that can really cover Christian McCaffrey on a down and down out basis. I think Logan Wilson will do okay, but he's not covering Christian McCaffrey all game. He's not. He's not gonna be able to lock him down all game. Am I wrong? Yeah. Are you you're kidding? You say so he's gonna be able to cover Christian McCaffrey on a passing route? Yes. He's a safety. He's a safety. Dude's a safety. He's not a middle linebacker. He's a safety. He's he, Logan Wilson is not a safety. He is a linebacker. Von Miller, Von Bell is heavier than Logan Wilson. When he's coming out of the backfield, you won't be able to have a safety covering him. So you have to have a linebacker. And Logan, Logan Wilson, Wilson plays in the linebacker position, but is small but is weight-wise is smaller than Von Bell and faster than Von Bell is. Okay. I I'm saying Christian McCaffrey is a talented enough guy. You're not going to cover him all, right. all game. Next game, bro. It's okay, Niners-Cowboys. Oh, Next game. Sorry. I was. Let me get to the – I think Philadelphia covers the spread. I mean, no. What I said seven and a half. Jaguars cover the spread. No, I'm talking about the, the Eagles and Giants. That's what we were talking about before we got into this whole argument. I would say Eagles win, Giants cover the spread. Um, Next game, Cincinnati-Buffalo. No, it's it's Niners. Cincinnati Buffalo is the first game. Sorry, I messed up. Niners and Dallas have the last game on Sunday. I messed it up when I told you earlier. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati Buffalo. Cincinnati. I'm mistaken. Wow, I, I made you. I made you upset enough to where now you're doubling down, huh? You switch your whole stuff up. Yeah. I'm sticking with my team. You going with the Bills? I know you're going with the Bills. Bills are five and a half point favorites. Yeah, I don't care. The over under is 48. I don't care. I know you're just mad at me now, huh? No, we're going to beat the Bulls. I don't care. <laughs> I turned you into sicko mode, huh? This whole argument is turned, turned, <laughs> straight demon mode, huh? Look, I pick Buffalo. I'll pick Buffalo to win this game. Yeah, whatever. I pick Cincinnati to cover. I think the game's going to be Make close. Make it case up. The game's going to be close. I'm, I'm not saying that the Buffalo's going to blow you out. I'm I'm going to put close. money. Shut up. I'm going to put bu- money on the Bengals whatever. plus the points. Whatever. Do, do what you want. The Bengals will cover. Do what you want. Bengals win. Gonna win this game. <laughs> I don't I care believe, what you say. I can't believe I turned to you before this podcast. You were saying you were gonna pick Buffalo. I was. I was truly gonna pick. And now Buffalo. this argument is made. I truly turn. do believe Buffalo is the better team currently with us having no offensive line. But no, we're gonna beat Buffalo. <laughs> I did not see this coming. To be totally it is what it is. We're gonna beat Buffalo. Okay. I should have let you do the rest of the podcast alone. <laughs> I should have. I should have stayed in the bathroom. You didn't go to the bathroom. You never yes, went to the I bathroom. Did. No, you didn't. You're having an episode. I'm not. And maybe that's why you're not. You're making blasphemous statements. Oh, you're gonna. You're gonna say but whatever. I'm, I'm having it. I'm having an episode. Yeah. Wow. This is this is this is rich coming. We beat Buffalo. I'm picking Buffalo. I'm picking the Bengals to cover. No, nah, we're the best team. We're we're gonna be AFC champions. And you know what's funny? I think we're this game's be been back and no, forth. I'm done. I really do. I'm done. We're gonna be AFC champions. We're the best team in the AFC. <laughs> oh no. no! I'm done. Oh no! <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. No oh. one wants to give us our respect. We're the best team in the AFC. We should have. We should have oh, had the I first round by. I've been looking for this, Jace, for the whole time for this podcast because it's I not necessary. And I'm. I understand that we're that every team can lose. 
and that's why I stay like this. But no, everybody's doubting us. What the? Why does the Jaguars have a better chance to beat the Chiefs than we do to have to beat the Bills? I read an article. They said the Jaguars have a better chance of going to the AFC Championship than the Bengals do. What the hell? No! No! <laughs> I've been looking for this, Jace, this whole time. I was like, where's your pride? You're like, you've been playing it cool. And I now, have now pride, you finally bl- but you I'm cool blow with, your top. My pride is cool until y'all are start y'all start acting stupid. I'm not acting stupid. You're stupid. We're the best team in the AFC, which makes us the best team in the NFL. <laughs> What? <laughs> what the? <laughs> he's finally losing it. He said, I'm having an episode. Now he's having an episode. How fun is this? Oh, boy. I think we've unlocked the crazy creature that is Jace for his Bengals. Talk about last year. I'm done. <laughs> Talk about last year. <laughs> I'm so irritated. I love Joe Burrow. He's really great. He I'm going to throw a chair at you. Just talk about the Niners Cowboys. Okay. Some something about you losing your losing your lid is going to be the name of this podcast. I'm just letting you know this right I now. I do not care. Hurry up! I want to go. I want to go to work. <laughs> okay, Dallas at San Fran. You don't work today. Something no, like. I don't. I'm going to work. <laughs> Dallas at San Francisco. Um, San Fran is a three and a half point favorite. Dallas is going into San Fran. I swear to God, if they lose to Dallas, I need you to revoke every statement you said about my Bengals losing to San Fran. I need you to know that. You need to revoke every statement you said. Because we are a much better team than Dallas. <laughs> if they lose to Dallas and Dak Prescott, when you said there's fifteen, there's 13 dudes that better than him, you need to revoke your statement. 13 dudes better than him? What you, you, we said yesterday, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listed yeah, 13 yeah, yeah. people, and you said they yes. were all better than Dak yes, Prescott. Yes, yes. Dak, the Cowboys have no offensive line. Their offensive line is old. If, they go, if Niners go out there and lose to the Cowboys, you need to revoke everything you've said to me. I would obviously good boy because they would lose to they would lose to the Cowboys like they that obviously that matchup would never happen now obviously because that wouldn't be the Super Bowl so they'd be out of that chance to be I want to you Super to Bowl. know next podcast if they lose to the if the Niners lose to the Cowboys I'm gonna beat you with my mic the entire Why, stand. oh so you're saying how great Dak would be like you'd you'd have to you'd have to mess up your no that's how bad the Niners were <laughs> they lost to Dak that's how bad the Niners defense was they lost to Dak Prescott I don't see that happening at all I don't I, I don't really either don't. but if they do I swear to God you're gonna cause a ruckus I'm going to burn your car <laughs> I'm going to light it on fire I to- I totally thought we were not going to argue like this after last episode. That episode went absolutely like AWOL, like insane. But now this episode has pretty much turned into that. <laughs> Whoever would have thought all I had to do was try you to You managed to piss me off twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> How did you make me so mad twice? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't trying to. Your statements, are they suck. <laughs> they suck. No wonder people argue with all the time on Twitter. You probably said some <laughs> blasphemies. <laughs> all right. Three and a half point favorites to San Fran is over the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys coming off the big win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Ta- Dallas has a lot of uh, a lot of momentum going into this game. But San Fran coming off of their blowout win. Uh, <laughs> also has a lot of confidence in them. Where do you see this game going? Three and a half point favorites. I would pick probably pick San Fran to cover. I'd pick San Fran to win this game, and I also pick them to cover that three and a half points. I just think as easy of a, as of a time at, that Dak had last game, I don't see him having that easy of a time in this game. Um, he has Nick Bosa on the other side to look at. He has a great defensive line to look at. Their secondary is going to put a lot up a lot more of a fight 
than Tampa Bay did, as well as San Fran's going to be able to run the football down Dallas's throat. I just think is, um, again, I think Dallas is not going to be ready for the running game that San Fran has and the fact that they have Debo back. And obviously with Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle, I just think they're going to be very explosive. And I feel like they're just going to get a decent lead to start the game off. And I just feel like they're going to hold on to it and just choke the life out of Dallas defensively. So um, I would, I'm going to pick San Fran to win and cover this game. How, how say you and Brock Purdy, the guy that you put, you love so much and think is going to be the next starting quarterback for the Niners um, is on another step towards maybe becoming the quarterback. If they win the Super Bowl, he's probably going to start next year. But anything less than that, I feel like the, he's going to have to work work it out a little bit next year um, against Mr. Uh, oh, no. Trey Lance. That's what his name is. All right, Jesse, you, um, you, you want to talk now? Um, are you done being mad at me? Man, this really podcast really did go left. Like, we've had it. This is a week. It's probably the most chaotic week of podcasts I think we've had it, since we've started doing it together. Two weeks, two podcasts in a row where you're all upset. <laughs> I think next year we're gonna. I mean, next week we're gonna have to have like a kumbaya podcast. Probably do some ayahuasca. Like really, like really, like uh, look through our inner selves and try to try to be as calm and collected as possible. Jace, I know you're sitting here. <laughs> you're not gonna do this to me again. Where you're just gonna stay quiet and make it seem like I'm talking to nobody. Jace, hey, we we're talking about the game now. If you want to finish the podcast, we have you have to talk about the last game that we have left. Niners. Would you pick the Niners to cover against the Cowboys? Jace? Jace. I know you hate me. And again, you know what's funny? I wasn't even trying to make you mad. I really wasn't. I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm speaking from the heart here. You have a headache? I just, again, I, I didn't, I, don't, I never said they'd blow you out. I just said they'd win. I'm not saying that they would make Joe Burrow look like trash. I don't, care. I, don't care. I just said they would win. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. I just, just don't just care. Just hurry up. <laughs> just hurry up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not tired. <laughs> so from how how we see these games going, do you think it's going to be a Philadelphia San Fran um, NFC NFC championship game? I said chow championship game. I don't. Care. And then the AFC championship game, you do see a Bengals and Chiefs playing again. I will say in your scenario, I would pick the Bengals to beat the Chiefs if they played again. I think we've, I think they've beaten the Chiefs way too much for it to be a. Uh, there's no way I could pick the Chiefs he's again. Undefeated, he's undefeated against. I, yeah, he's. They've played the Chiefs too much, and they've beat them every time. That defense has done pretty well against Patrick Mahomes. If that game were to happen, I would pick the Bengals at that point. It's just this game against the, you have to play the Bills first to get there, and I just don't see that game going well. Not not well. Not my saying not going well. I don't see you winning the game. I don't care. I don't care. You're, you're to the point now where you're, you're, you've sit, forsaken me? Yeah. <laughs> We're about a 50-minute podcast. Do you have anything You have anything else that you want to talk about to try to fill out and get close to an hour, or you want to keep no, it a little tired. bit shorter for today? We're going to keep it short. I'm tired. Okay. All right, guys. This has been a shorter podcast than usual. It's been the day before the podcast. No, 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 please. Let me get the whole thing up here. This has been a shorter podcast than usual. But it's been jam-packed. Been a lot of craziness this week. Um, I'm, I, honestly, with where this podcast is right now, I'm definitely happy. We've got to have got a lot of good talking in. We've got a lot of arguing in this week. So um, definitely been a chaotic week. But uh, anybody that's been here for a while, thank you very much. Anybody just now starting, hopefully you stick around and enjoy the show that we've been putting out every week. 
Um, I think next week we might just do one podcast with, I feel like, two podcasts a little bit stretching us a little bit thin. I think we managed it pretty well. I think with only a couple games happening next week, I feel like we should probably just do one big one instead of trying to fit it into two separate ones unless we get something, unless we have a crazy idea to really fill in two podcasts. I feel like in the future we will be maybe doing our schedule a little bit differently um, with how many podcasts put out a week, but I think we'll keep that all up in the air and we'll talk about it as we go. So if you've been been around for a while, thank you very much. Been first time, stick around. Um, make sure you like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, make the podcast five stars. Not make, give the podcast five stars, and then make sure you share friends, family, anybody you feel like would um, would enjoy our content, enjoy the ride with us. Um, and make sure you follow us on Twitter at JB Sports Pod, at Javante Boozer, at Jace Boozer. Those are all of our handles, and that is I'm gonna give it over to Jace to finish this thing up. This is the podcast. Thank you for Man, he really is mad at me. This is going to be a problem. Bye, y'all. <laughs>